Let's say you are aggressively paying off debt or saving for a big goal and choose to tighten up your Christmas spending this year to hit that goal. How do you handle family expectations or friends, especially those whose love language is gifts and spending the big bucks on those gifts to show love? Well, lucky for you, that's what we are going to unwrap in today's episode. We've heard this woe so many times inside our Wallet Win Academy community. And I just want to lead with, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but you are not doomed to awkwardness when maybe you need to tighten up that Christmas spending, but other people may not desire to or reciprocate that. Mm-hmm. You can still do what's best for your family and your finances and whatever goal that you have discerned is the next best priority for you without causing it to bring harm to your relationships with your friends and your family. Mm-hmm. So you also don't have to be left to just experiencing resentment or pushing this under the rug and saying nothing, just hoping nobody notices that you spray painted a couple of dollar store frames and put photos in it while they gave you, you know, a Vera Bradley bag or something. You know, we you're not going to be doomed to have that awkwardness following you around this holiday season. And we're going to talk about that. Putting in some good boundaries Mm -hmm. around holiday spending is something that's just critical. It can feel frustrating, but it can be a blessing to you and it can be a blessing to others as well. Even though it's something that our nature might want to avoid, it can bring a whole lot of freedom and clarity And just bless your entire family all around. And that's what we're going to talk about. Putting boundaries in around spending around the holidays is particularly important because it is a time of year and depending on your personality and all this, but it is a time of year, especially in our culture that is seemingly designed to get you to just loosen up the belt on spending Mm -hmm. and just, you know, go nuts with it. Yeah. Statistically speaking, a majority of people charge their way through Christmas and cannot pay it off in full. They got sucked into the ho, ho, ho spirit and it's okay. They kind of just appease the anxiety that it brings. And they're left with the Christmas bill in those January and in those February credit card payments. I think even half a year later, mm. a lot of folks are still limping along, paying off Christmas. So this is a, it's a particular topic to talk about today because it could just, you could just have that pull, right? Maybe you've, you've spent a lot on Christmas in the past and you're used to that and, and what all that brings, but it could also be, and this is especially what we're going to be talking about today, when you are intentionally pulling back from what happened in the past mm-hmm. and most especially when those around you in your family, especially are not pulling back and may even be those folks who like to just go wild Mm -hmm. and release and see it, you know, as a way of expressing love. Mm -hmm. How do we make sure that maybe giving less gifts or not participating in so many things or whatever it is, doesn't seem, doesn't come off and communicate falsely that you don't care for them. Mm -hmm. You don't like them, that you just want to be a humbug. So we're going to talk about that. (laughs) That's where the focus of this is on, today. But one more thing we're not going to talk about (laughs) is 
having boundaries around your holiday spending is good no matter where you are with your finances. Yeah. Whether you're just starting out, barely have a budget and you're knee deep in debt to if you're a multimillionaire, you're debt free and you are just sitting down to prioritize who you're going to get and how much you're going to spend on each person, etc. Being intentional is the key. Mm-hmm. Good stewardship never leaves us. We're always called to be good stewards. We never get to an income level where we are not called to practice virtue with our money. And budgeting is the most practical way we could ever apply virtue to our money because we're sitting down to prioritize if we're married with our spouses and with God, where should this money that you've entrusted to me be, be spent? Mm-hmm. And Christmas is wrapped up in that. Now, it doesn't need to be where you are entering in every single minute, okay, I'm going to spend $100 on this person and I got to kind of break it down into all the little nitty gritty details. You can have a broader category Mm -hmm. and just keep track there. Yeah, but no matter where you are, you just want to make sure these boundaries are in place Mm-hmm. for your good, for your safety, to protect the other parts of your budget, the yes. other things you're trying to do in your financial life mm-hmm. so you can actually do them. But yes. today, in particular, we're looking at when those boundaries might you know, run into other folks and maybe their expectations. Now, no matter if you're in this situation or not, I think you can take what we're going about, about to, what we're going to talk about and apply it to all those other situations we're not necessarily speaking into directly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it might even bleed over into holiday traditions mm-hmm. and how many events you're going to attend or not attend. This took us a while in our marriage to figure out that end of things. I want to say it was our third Christmas married because we were in the adoption process. And... Our oldest daughter came to us through adoption in November of 2014, and it took basically all of our savings, all of our checking. (laughs) We had a little bit of savings left Mm -hmm. over, but we needed to focus back on rebuilding that. We ended up having to have this conversation, and we came home. I think from from California where, you know, we adopted her and kind of looked at the budget and was like, okay, well, this conversation needs to happen ASAP because we don't have money to buy anybody anything. <laughs> uh, you know, that's just not a prudent use of our of our funds this year. Yeah. The the most prudent way we could handle the money God is entrusting to us is to rebuild back up our emergency savings because now we have a child. Mm-hmm. Buying gifts in high amounts for lots of different people is not a priority right now. Mm-hmm. Someday we'll get back to people. And for any of these years that we're a little leaner, we'll probably make it up on the back end later. But let's go ahead and have these conversations. And that year, I think we reached out probably a little late. It was, I think, later in November. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you could have this conversation in maybe October. Yes. Or no- or early November. So now. Right now, <laughs> this is probably as late as you can have this conversation. Right now. Yeah. So if you need to have it, you need to have it this week. Mm-hmm. But you do need to reach out to your family, your friends, your neighbors, whoever that you exchange Christmas presents with, and you need to have a conversation. 
And it's important that you don't just go to the conversation and basically paint yourself as a Debbie Downer who's just a big no-ville, mm-hmm. saying no to everything, crushing everything, blaming your budget, making this sound bad, super negative. Or it's all about me. I'm just going to focus on me and my goal. So yeah. Yeah, you forget could, you. You could slink into this conversation. You could be a jerk in this conversation. How do you thread that needle, John, and do it well? And be nice. And be charitable, <laughs> but also clear. And elicit a positive response. Exactly. Which is How a very do do important that? thing. Well, a good way to get into this conversation is talk about what you're what you're doing with your finances. Maybe maybe they know, maybe they don't that you have been going through the Catholic money course, that you you realize you've got all this debt, now you're ready to get out or you're actually saving for emergencies, so you know, you're not plunged into trouble like you were back when this or that happened. So talk about like what you're going after, right? It was easy, Big I think, goal. for us, right? We were, hey, you know, I think every other year before that week, we, I think we went back to Pennsylvania. Like we did a lot of we went back home. spending. Yeah. We said, we, we, we didn't, we let off with, hey, we, so we just had this baby, you know, it took a lot, all the, you know, finances, we should probably just be home with her, blah, blah, blah. Because of that, we're really pulling back the Christmas spending this year so that we have something in the bank in case something were to happen in the future. So because of that, you know, I don't think we're going to make it out or we're going to be just doing a lot of handmade gifts or I can't, I'm not going to, I know it's a big thing, but I can't participate in the white elephant at all of those parties, whatever that might be. And then it makes sense. There's a reason you're not just coming in and saying, wet blanket. Hey, that, that part of the holidays you really enjoy, I'm not going to participate. <laughs> Yes, you're not the, just the fun killer. Mm-hmm. And it's important to be passionate and enthusiastic about what this will free you up to do. Mm-hmm. And acknowledge mm-hmm. that it might even be frustrating for them, especially the people that are huge gift givers. And it doesn't need to necessarily change what they give to you. People, they don't. They have no desire matter. to change that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. They do, but the people that their love language is receiving gifts... I think it's important to just acknowledge that and then to make sure that you're going to show up with something that's really high quality that didn't cost you a lot of money. Mm. And those are Mm -hmm. limitless. But those people that their love language is is receiving gifts, sometimes the, the really high quality, you didn't spend a lot of money on it, but you made this super crazy uber personal you, gift for you them. You put a lot of thought into this it. This is so much more meaningful to that person and filling their love tank than you showing up with a Birkin bag. <laughs> I, I don't know. Those are, those are rather special. I mean, that's how you got in all that debt. <laughs> yeah. But really just acknowledging the other person too and not making this just all about me and my goals, blah, blah, blah. So that's important as well. And this is important, especially when you're speaking to someone whose love language is gifts and when yours isn't. It's mm. not as strong for you. Oh, that Because yeah. you might not, you just don't understand it. It's not in the selfish or materialistic or any of that thing. It's just the way some of us are built. We like gifts. It's a really effective way to 
feel, to like get right to our heart and feel loved. And it's a way that's easy for us to express that love. If you're not there, if that's just not the way you were built and that's just how it is, <laughs> it's not bad. I'm speaking to you, Amanda. I think this is a conversation. <laughs> you, you said we. You mean you and fellow gifties. <laughs> I could give a rip about Yeah, I usually gifts. do give a rip. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is an area I could grow in. But you, because I've seen it firsthand where I'm like, I understand the, some of the implications this more naturally. Where if you don't, you Amanda and you listening... Give it some thought. Understand what this could mean. And this is why we're having the conversation. So that the blanks aren't filled in later. Mm. With, oh, are you kidding me? I did this. They're just a stinger. Mooching. They stiffed us. Yeah. Don't let them fill in the blank with what the enemy is going to whisper. Yes. You can fill those blanks in ahead of time before they're hardly even blanks and do it with the truth. Mm -hmm. And I liked what you were talking about, Amanda, of you can make gifts you can even you know, get from the thrift store, whatever it is, homemade stuff. When you have to, when you're getting more intentional about, okay, I need to make a great gift and I, you're, I'm intentional about the price of it. You also end up being very intentional about what it is. Yeah. Because you're, okay, well, I only have so much to spend. What's really going to nail it? And you're thinking about them more and you're going to give a, probably going to give a better gift. Probably. I remember that year then things were tightened up for us. You know, your brother and sister-in-law, we wanted to give them a really nice gift. I forget what it was right now. It was something for their, for their son and it was on their wish list, but it was a thing that was $150, but we were tightening things up. I did find one in gently used condition I think in our local area mm-hmm. for $20, something crazy where somebody yeah. just, they used it once. They knew they didn't want to use it ever again. I, I was very clear and I asked them in advance, Hey, I would really like to gift this for you guys, but because of these boundaries and blah, 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 um, I can get it, but it's going to be open box. Is that okay with you? And I did I wanted to be proactive about that because some people, they'll, they view used as dirty or broken or less than, which is silliness, pure silliness. I wouldn't buy something that was that way. And the moment you open the box and use it, now it's used. (laughs) Right. So I like to, I'm one of those people that just likes to capture the value. Your brother and sister-in-law, they also saw the reason in that too. And they were like, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's great. And we were able to gift them that gift. And mm-hmm. for my parents that year, I think, you know, they didn't have any pictures on their wall. And they needed some pictures on their wall. So we didn't go to the dollar store. I think we went to the, thr- the thrift, thrift store. store. And we bought up a bunch of dollar frames. And then we spray painted them silver. So that they would look the same. Yeah. So they all we'll looked look the together. same. But it looked like a gallery wall with a bunch of different textures and shapes And then we printed off a bunch of family photos from over the years and they were able to put that on their wall. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a meaningful gift that keeps on giving throughout the year because when I walk past pictures in our home, they make me feel happy. And, you know, my parents can enjoy that too. So had we, in some ways, you're right, it forces you to get more creative, but you give a better gift oftentimes Mm -hmm. when you have to really sit down and think about it. Yeah. 
And that's what the whole idea of giving a gift is, to express your love, to make somebody's day, to just put a smile on somebody's face. And you can really do that if you're putting some thought into it. No matter what the price that you're putting into this gift is, in some ways, as long as you're paying the price of your attention and your thoughtfulness, it's really going to come through. Absolutely. One last resource that you might utilize is a book called Crucial Conversations. Mm. Now, I don't know if most situations warrant a peruse through this book, but it has been a book that has helped Jonathan and I so often in just navigating adult life. (laughs) I have found that most people don't know how to engage other people in seemingly difficult, hard, or confrontational high-stakes conversations. And the default then is to just never talk about anything. And then it breeds gossip and resentment and bitterness. And And then you just wait until it happens and then it gets really crazy and ugly. Yeah. And I don't have time for that. You don't have time for that. And we've learned the awkward skill, but it does, as you practice it, it gets easier, even though your adrenaline will usually still spike and you'll feel maybe a little shaky if you're a personality like me. But you'll know how to go into a conversation that is hard and how to express yourself in a way that is clear, consistent, but also protects the other person, assumes the best, and keeps it as low, what am I looking for? Low cortisol spiking as possible. Keep everybody as safe as they can be so that we can still be having this conversation from a place of rationality and not from, no, my frontal cortex has hijacked me and I'm angry or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. from emotion. We want to stay in the rational brain. And I think Crucial Conversations sets up a good framework to to do that. Yeah. So if if having conversations like that maybe is a a new experience for you, that book can be really helpful. We'll link to it in the show notes. Yes. There'll be a link there right in the notes for this episode. And... If maybe being more intentional when it comes to Christmas is a newer thing for you, mm-hmm. you like a little bit of help, we have our five days to a debt-free Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of five different... Workshops. Yeah, five little mini workshops about what you can do to make Christmas kind of stay in Christmas this year, to follow you into the new year. So you help you get in the right frame of mind, right frame of mind, Get started with it all. Create your plan. And then we, we share some of our favorite low-cost, high-meaning mm-hmm. Christmas gift ideas. There's also an interactive budgeting guide yes. that we still use ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is our, it's the souped-up and pleasant-to-see Google Sheet. But it does a lot of calculations for you. It turns red if you overspend, all that stuff. Yeah, it helps you balance what you want to spend on who and then keep track of those details because that can get a little hairy inside your regular budget. Yeah, yeah, because then you don't have to add mm-hmm. 12 more categories yes. for figuring out who you, who you got presents for and all that in your normal in your normal budget. Yep. So you can grab that. There's a link in the show notes and... For a limited time, you can get $10 off mm-hmm. the five days to debt free Christmas workshop series by using that link down below or go to walletwin.com slash Christmas 10. Bada this bing. $10 off. Bada boom. There you go. So we've 
helped you get set up for a debt-free Christmas and also how to have and enter into those maybe difficult but necessary boundary conversations. Trust me when I say they're for your good and they're for others' good as well. So even though your brain might be telling you to run, run, run and avoid the conversation at all costs, wade into those waters, do it as an act of charity to yourself and those you love, you've got this. Until next time, bye bye for now. now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode's from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode's from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.